Good afternoon, everybody. It's Carlton Holden uh, coming to you guys with a new episode on to, on my podcast. Uh, on today's episode, I'm going to be reading uh, from my book, Stand Up on a Leash. Stand Up on a Leash, as I've mentioned many times from my previous pro- podcasts, is about uh, a comedian named Wilder Frank. And Wilder uh, is dealing with an inherited uh, disease um, and it causes him to look for other streams of income. So he ends up getting involved in dogfighting. And I'm going to be starting, in fact, uh, in his dressing room uh, when he is injecting himself with his um, insulin. And, uh, well, yeah. And, uh, and I will end it. Again, this is from chapter, uh, let's see, chapter two. Yeah, chapter two is uh, where I end. And, uh, and correction, actually, it's not insulin. It's just special medicine that he needs to uh, inject to uh, deal with uh, his inherited disease. It's not insulin because, and pardon me for that, guys. Uh, I write my books and then I put them away to never to really read them again that much. But he is injecting himself with the medicine that he takes for uh, what they call hypercholesterolemia, which is an inherited or uh, congenital uh, disease where a person has extremely high cholesterol readings. And that's what Wilder uh, is suffering from. He has a background. Uh, he has a Jamaican and American uh, uh, background. And so where I start, they're actually... Uh, they've gotten to Kingston, Jamaica, where he has a show that he's going to be doing. And uh, yeah, let me go ahead and jump in, guys. Uh, I am working on, well, my narrator is working on the audiobook version. But I'm going to give you guys a snippet from the book. So I hope you guys will enjoy that. And I'm going to go ahead and get started. Wilder sat and looked at his dressing room, dressing room mirror the reflection of his syringe catching his eye. He uncapped the needle and lifted his fresh t-shirt. He pinched his side flesh and injected with a slight wince, wiping the spot with a cold alcohol pad and tossing the syringe into a dented gold trash can. The The noisy zip of his kit resounded and he daubed his palms, fingers between them and the backs of his hands with a goodly squirt of the green aloe-scented sanitizer, reaching for a black towel to dab the white excess that glistened. He turned on his soft, dark red leather chair to, to the long catering table. Someone had wanted to tempt him to spike his cholesterol from the look of the smorgasbord behind him. The flaky curry chicken patties and greasy jerk chicken with peas and rice, browned ox, oxtails, He checked the door on the table and stood up, walking toward the table. Kip swung the door in. Almost time, Shada. Listen at you, sounding like a real Jamaican after only five hours in town. Kip chuckled. Say, Kip, who brought in all this fatty stuff? Did you explain my rider to the organizers? Oh, that. Yeah, we discussed it, Kip said. I got you, though. Yours is coming. That's for me and Hal. 
Alright, I could use a bite. Those groceries right there are looking good, though. I'm sorry, man. But you can cheat a little. I won't tell nobody. <laughs> yeah, right. You'll be telling everybody you can can find that I slipped. I was I lost one bet to you already, and you wouldn't let me forget. Aw, oh, dude, that's all in good fun. Have some oxtail. He forked up some and stuck it out to Wilder. You better get that shit out of here. You must want me dead. I will. Just watch. Kip shoved the fork in his mouth and savored the meat, juices, and seasoning oozing. Wilder eyed the tantalizing meat but turned to plop on his couch with one knee up and his hand twitching behind his head. Smartass. A knock came at the door. Kip opened it. A curvy, light-skinned woman with long orange hair and fitted white jeans and t-shirt covering ample, well-rounded cleavage stood with a silver rolling cart full of covered dishes and a half dozen tall bottles of beverages, Dasani water, a banana and grape buster, and grapefruit ting. Good evening, for Mr. Frank, sir. Good evening, gorgeous, Kip said. She blushed. Wilder got up. Come in. Thank you, sis. You're most welcome, sir. She rolled a cart to Wilder. Just call me Wilder, sweetheart. He dug in his pocket and pulled out $3,000 Jamaican, putting it in the woman's soft hands tipped with sexy, medium-length nails. She gasped. Thank you. Anytime. Walk good, Wilder said. The young lady left with her head down. Kip contorted his face, staring at Wilder. You mean you just gonna let that walk out without trying to holler? <laughs> it's all about focus, dude. Or Constance, is that what you meant? Wilder paused and smiled. He opened a bottle of ting. The carbon rushed out, and Wilder imagined his momentary desperation to stall behind the sound to find a quick reply. Kip nudged his shoulder. You know that Punani got you whipped, girl clown. Wilder laughed. Who in the hell taught you this patois you throwing at me, nigga? You and that DJ, Selector, at the radio interview when he asked about your relationship status. But I don't blame you. She is a bad attorney. Yeah, yeah. You get a little happy with the Jamaican talk, nigga. And not that it's your business, but we ain't doing nothing like that. Kip howled. Ooh, <laughs> You're strong, boy. Damn, I know I'd go crazy if I had to wait to hit, especially her fine ass. Watch your mouth. Kip hooked his arms around Wilder's neck, jostling as Wilder slapboxed back at him. Kip filled a glass with ice and ice and poured some Ray and Nephew Old Tom Gin and Tonic with a look of profound, grinning contentment at the sound, sipping with total concentration and a throaty gasp. He got on a tall bar chair at the foot of the table after fixing a foam tray of oxtail, jerk chicken, and some rice. Wilder turned up his green ting and reclined. You gotta try one of these, man. Best drinks in the world. Kip looked at the cart but balked. Now look who's scared. Try something new, man, Wilder said. Oh shit. Kip said, getting back up and picking up a ting and breaking the seal before taking a slow swallow. You happy now? So what you think? Straight. It'll take some getting used to. He sat it next to his gin and ate, bringing mouthfuls to his smacking lips. 
Wilder lifted the lid off his bean, chicken, and spinach, spinach salad. Spinach leaves hung out the corners of his bulging lips after he forked up one swift healthy, healthy bite after the other. The olive oil gave his full reddish lips a sheen and sent his taste buds reeling. And he smacked before sticking up, sticking up more from his silver bowl. The door swung in and Hal walked in. Sup guys, he said in his bass voice. Sup Hal. What up Hal, Kip said. Check out our spread. He pointed at the long, he pointed at the long covered table along the wall. Hal's face lit up and he lunged towards the welcome buffet, scouring the ind individual dishes. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about right here. Let me grab some of this jerk quick. Let me grab some of this jerk quick. Hal grabbed a foam tray and piled it full and heavy with peas and rice and a couple pieces of charred jerk chicken, a meaty breast and a leg, and sat in a leather chair at the head of the matching couch. Smacking and crunching bone cartilage alone made, made noise in the room. Try some of these bulla, guys, Wilder said, biting into the bite-sized molasses and banana, banana cakes and passing the small white saucer stacked with them. Kip and Hal gave approving grunts after, after trying them. Kip looked at the wall clock in the shape of a soccer ball that hung over Wilder's mirror. He closed his tray and wiped his mouth, walking to the door and eyeing Wilder. It's about that time, Wild. I'll, I'll make sure they give you a good Kingston welcome. It's already done. Already done, Wilder said, pointing at his card and room. I'll see you fellas later. Let's get this thing going. Kip threw the door open. Y'all hear that? Wilder and Hal, Hal stopped eating and heard the noise of the crowd packing the National, national Arena, seeping in, in the open door. They love you. They love you, Kip said. Let them have it. He slammed the door. Hal looked at a downcast Wilder. You good, Wild? I guess. Thinking about all the expenses, expenses, man. It's fucking with my head like nobody's goddamn business. You know I'm, you know I'm sick, and and that shit I'm on ain't cheap. Hal lowered his tray. But I'm keeping you. Don't worry about that. I, I just gotta get, get, I just gotta go get some more coming in. I appreciate that, Wild. For real. But I feel you, Hal said. I think I know a way out. You might be, you will be putting your rep on the line, but I know how, how you can get more coming in fast. Wilder stared. He clasped his fingers and wiped his palms on his pants legs. Between you and me, I can't be too picky. I swore I'd never be like Brantley's ass, a damn revolving door jailbird, then dealing with the goddamn paparazzi and media. I just might have to, I just might have to take that, that risk, though. What you know that I don't? I'll introduce you to my boy Yaffe when, he get, when you, we get back in Chicago. He got me in on fighting dogs. You can make mad paper in that. Wilder's eyes emanated hurt. Damn it. My sis got you doing something against the law. Nah, it ain't even like that. You pay good, but I just like the extra. You know what I'm saying? And hell, child support payments been some kind of a bitch. I ain't lying. Wilder and Hal burst out laughing, but Wilder dreaded the expenses hang hanging over him. We'll talk about this later, Hal. Appreciate you. Watch the door for me. I'll be out in a minute. Love you, man. I love you too. You my little bruh. Wilder smiled against the burden in his limbs and leaned toward Hal. Hal and Wilder gave each other a bro hug. 
and Hal posted up in front of the door before Wilder shook three cinnamon before Wilder shook three cinnamon Tic Tacs in his mouth, threw on his black coat with J Jamaica in green block lettering across the front and triple yellow stripes down the sleeves and headed out the door with, with an unopened ting in hand and Hal at his side. All right, guys, that was the end of chapter two from Stand Up on a Leash. I hope you enjoyed that that tidbit uh, from Stand Up on a Leash uh, and got the gist of what was going on there. Uh, please check check out the whole book on Kindle and paperback and coming on audiobook. You can catch me on an Amazon nearest you. We've also added two more countries, Poland and Sweden. Um, wherever you are listening in the world. I know I have had uh, listeners from Poland. So uh, thank you and Sweden. So check me out on Amazon Poland and Amazon Sweden. And also, like I said, around the world, India, the US, UK, uh, Spain, Germany, France, Brazil, Mexico, all over, guys. So check me out. Uh, you can also find me on writercarltonholden.com. I have a shopping button on my um, landing page you can check me out there you can also check me out on udemy.com that's u-d-e-m-y.com if you want to test your german with my german assessment test uh you will have uh lifetime access uh to the key uh with all the answers it's a two-part assessment again to test your german thank you guys for listening as always thank you so much you mean the world to me I, uh, as always I'll keep you guys in my prayers uh, and I'll see you next time on my podcast. Uh, you guys have a wonderful weekend if I don't talk to you guys anymore until my next episode. Bye bye.